the biggest comments I saw in my video were, wow, I've never seen my body represented in a piece of artwork before, like my specific body type. That's amazing. And me as an artist, I love drawing my scribble ladies. I never really had a meaning behind them. I just like think that the female form is so beautiful. Um, I thought, okay, well, I can represent more body types in artwork. That's something I can do. So it slowly kind of snowballed into this mission of mine to represent as many people as possible through artwork. And it's not something that just like came to me overnight. It's been like a commutative, collaborative experience of figuring out what I like to create and why, and then why it's so important for me to share it with the world. Do you want to become self-motivated to live on purpose and curate a life you love? I'm Kay Cote, and you're listening to the Fit Fabulous Life Podcast. This podcast exists as your community where you can hear encouraging stories and discover resources that you can start using today. My goal on each episode is to have you walk away feeling fit and fabulous. Is your inner dialogue and self-talk out of control? Are you paralyzed with the thoughts of not feeling good enough? And are those thoughts stopping you from your success? Well, my friends, this episode is for you. If you're ready to discover the secrets to self-confidence and radical self-acceptance and body positivity, stay tuned for the conversation with my next guest, artist Hannah Stelter. Hannah is an artist in Fargo, North Dakota. She would say that she is most known for her perfectly imperfect drawing tutorials on TikTok and for her scribble lady paintings and illustrations. Her artwork is a representation of true beauty in this life. Absolutely nothing is perfect in this world and that is okay because your imperfections are what make you who you are. They make you unique. Not only can this philosophy be used in how we view ourselves, but it can be used in how we create art as well. She creates all her pieces with a glass dip pen in her signature scribble style. She has also named her signature drawings of women, scribble ladies, and officially coined herself the scribble lady. You're gonna have a blast listening to Hannah and my conversation. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for you to be here today. I connected with a gal a few weeks back and her name is Hannah and she's an artist here in the Fargo-Moorhead community and she had put on an event called the I effing love myself event and it was so moving. I felt an incredible connection to not only women in our community but also to myself and that's one place that we struggle sometimes is in that we're hard on ourselves. Hannah's event really opened my eyes to that I need to treat myself better, just like I would treat my best friends. So um, I'm so excited to share Hannah's story with you. I've got her here in uh, the podcast studio today. So welcome, Hannah. Yeah, thank you again so much for having me on here. Um, So my name is Hannah. I am 23 years old and I do art full time. And usually the question I get is, so what does that mean? What does that entail? Um, And I do a lot of things. I teach classes, I throw events, I um, post videos on the internet, I just, I do a lot of different things, but my main goal as an artist is to 
you know, spread um, the idea that nothing is perfect. And so we, as people should embrace the imperfections, whether that's in our artwork or in our body or ourselves or whatever it is, um, embrace those imperfections and kind of love them and show show yourself a little bit more kindness towards your artwork or towards yourself, um, whichever one is more applicable to you. That is incredible. And, you know, I just, what really is so huge is that you're a young artist, you're a young professional, and just like your insight and your viewpoints are so incredibly strong. I think back to when I was that age and I just wasn't there. And I think it's just so refreshing to hear that empowering talk and that motivation that you have. So I really love that. You shared with me your story at the event. I'd love to hear a little bit about your backstory as an artist. I get a lot of people asking me like, how did you get to be so well-known for your artwork? Like you have a huge following, like how did this start, whatever. And I had, I've been doing art since I was a kid, but I never really knew my goal as an artist or my mission as an artist. And I, I always felt kind of lost. And I feel like a lot of artists feel that way until they find their passion, their niche. And so when the pandemic rolled around and everybody was at home for the stay at home order, I was like, okay, this is my time. I'm going to draw every day. I'm going to figure out what, what my drawing style is, like my purpose as an artist, like all this stuff. And it was going okay. And it's funny, I look back on that art now and it's so not remotely similar to what I do now, but I was going through the motions. I was trying everything. And then um, I started sharing it on Instagram and Facebook a little bit more to kind of get it out there. And I got a phone call from my mom <laughs> and she told me, she said that, you know, I, I love that you're sharing your artwork. I love your artwork, but you're using swear words and like, you draw like naked women. And I just don't know if that's something you should share with everybody on Facebook. And that really kind of got me because I wanted to share my artwork because I thought, you know, it was something worth sharing and to have someone just like blatantly tell me like, oh, you shouldn't share this. It's not good. It's not what we want to see. Um, it really puts into perspective, like, why are you making your artwork? Are you making it for you or are you making it for other people? And so naturally, um, as a angsty college student, I turned to TikTok, which was really new at the time. And I posted a video of me drawing a middle finger with this glass pen that I had just gotten. I had ordered it on Amazon. It broke and I couldn't afford to buy a new one. So I used it broken. I like set up my phone on a paper towel tube and I was like holding it there, balancing it while I was trying to write and everything and film this video. And it has a voiceover of me saying like, Hey, like, just so you know, like you don't need to care what other people think about your artwork. If it's something that you love, the people who love it and the people who want to see that kind of stuff will come to you. They will find you. Um, and that's going to be so much more beneficial to you in the long run because you're making something that is important to you. And the video went viral and everyone was like, yes, this is exactly like, this is exactly what I need to hear as an artist because blah, blah, blah. So many people tell me that it's not good or they don't like my art. And so um, I was sitting there thinking, okay, well, that was a very real thing that I posted. It was like, I was in the motion, I was feeling it. So I was like, okay, well, I'll try it again. I'll try posting something else that I feel as an artist. And so I posted a video of me drawing what I refer to as my scribble ladies. So if you are familiar with my artwork, 
um, basically it's just a scribble of the female form. And um, I posted it, me drawing one of my scribble ladies with the voiceover. The, the biggest comments I saw in my video were, wow, I've never seen my body represented in a piece of artwork before, like my specific body type, that's amazing. And me as an artist, I love drawing my scribble ladies. I never really had a meaning behind them. I just like think that the female form is so beautiful. Um, I thought, okay, well, I can represent more body types in artwork. That's something I can do. So it slowly kind of snowballed into this mission of mine to represent as many people as possible through artwork. And it's not something that just like came to me overnight. It's been like a commutative, collaborative experience of figuring out what I like to create and why, and then why it's so important for me to share it with the world. So long story short, <laughs> that's, that's a bit, that's a bit how it got started. That is so cool. And I love that story because, you know, I resonate so much. Like when you said, like everybody has their one thing they draw, I, I draw eyes. I, um, and I, I also enjoyed when I was in college, I took figure drawing class and absolutely love that experience of drawing the human form and the female form, especially it was really just the coolest. It was like therapy to draw. So I think like, I really resonate with you as an artist, you know, that passion and that drive and, and what you do. So I think it's really cool. And, um, I love that you were vulnerable. You know, that's something we, you know, as women are told, you know, to sit down, be quiet, look pretty. And it's like, why do we have to fit that mold where you can do our and be who we are? So that's really inspiring. Um, it's a huge takeaway. So, you know, fast forward, you're doing your thing, you're getting a following, you're building your platform and your business. What are some of the things that you had to face? Did you have any adversities? Did you have any, like you said, um, that you had your mom kind of respond to it? Do you have anything like that? And how did you conquer that? I guess, um, a big thing was like not having support from my family. I feel like when you talk to a lot of people who start businesses or have like an artistic journey, a lot of people, and this is not like throwing shade to anybody, but a lot of people think, thank their parents for being there for them and like supporting them. And like my parents are very supportive and caring and they, they love that I'm successful in doing something that I love. But at the beginning, it was kind of hard for them to wrap their mind around the idea that I wanted to do art full time and like not use my college degree and just kind of do social media, which is a bit of a foreign concept for a lot of people, I think. Um, so I definitely had to look other places for support, um, but I have since built like a really awesome network of young professionals who are kind of in the same position as me, starting a photography career or another artistic um, business endeavor. And so we all kind of get together frequently and we sit down and we talk and we snowball ideas off of each other. Um, and we provide the support for each other that maybe, you know, we, we don't have elsewhere, um, which has been like a really, really amazing way to kind of you know, think about the situation I'm in and how, how we can turn it into something positive and build something really cool out of it. So um, I, I guess I also would say I um, have found that I use my phone a lot more <laughs> and I'm like on social media um, a bit more than I would like to. I actually try not to sit and scroll through apps and all that stuff, but I find myself sometimes going through this rut of, uh, oh, I need to be posting trendy things. Oh, I need to be posting, following all of these like, you know, TikTok 
trends and whatever. And I don't do it. And it's funny because the videos that I post where I'm more authentic and just talking about like an experience I had, those ones always tend to do better anyways, because it's that, um, it's that connectedness that you can have with the people who are watching their artwork. Like, yes, it's super cool to see someone do like a trendy dance move or like make a video about a comical sound that's been trending on TikTok. But I have come to realize that people really just appreciate like seeing the struggles you go through and realizing that, like, I don't know, like I am a normal person. I have struggles just like everyone else. And if I can share that and maybe help someone else be a little bit more inspired to get through their own struggles, then that's something that I want to do. It is such a huge thing that you bring up, you know, the social media thing and the authentic stuff. I love that you said that because that is something that, you know, I often think too is like, I'm so behind on the trends, but then like one time I posted something that was just me being vulnerable and that got more response. And it also filled my soul more because I was helping people through something, whether I know them or not, it felt like, like you're helping people and you're, you're showing your vulnerable self to be connection and a, and a, and a support. So that is super cool. That brings me into my next question. You know, speaking of helping and creating community you through recently you through a really cool event that was something that is new to this community can you share about what inspired the I effing love myself event and like how did you come up with that yeah I yes I will um so my two-year business anniversary was on April 1st. So it originally started as I wanted to throw like um, a birthday party, I guess, of sorts, um, like a celebration of two years of my business. And so as I was thinking about that, I was really thinking like, why, why would we celebrate two years of my art? Like, what's the point? Like, obviously like parties are fun, but they're like, there's a reason that I've made it two years selling my art full time and I haven't needed to get another job. And I've, you know, found a lot of people who support and love my artwork. And really when it comes down to it, it's because um, it's just all about loving yourself. And um, the people who have supported my art, they all, you know, have gone out there and shown that they support body positivity, they support self-love and the things that I stand for, they appreciate me sharing them. And so, you know, it just kind of made sense to throw an event in honor of loving yourself and loving your body and supporting body positivity and all the things I stand for. And so the idea was kind of, it would be a way to celebrate and just say thank you to everyone for supporting me and also give everybody a chance to like, experience my art in person like my art is all about loving yourself and body positivity so like an event where you can come and experience loving yourself and body positivity it just I don't know it just seemed so perfect and it was like the event was born and it just kind of took off from there it was really moving and it, it did really do what you set out to do when I came there too and just like the different interactive components and the stories and it really did help me find that positive self, like self-talk and positive, um, the body positivity. And because it's something, especially as professionals, like we can be really hard on ourselves. Um, how important is it to you to have a healthy view of yourself? And a, like, how do you feel that impacts your health overall? Or do you feel that it impacts your health? Um, so like body positivity is something I struggled with for many years 
like specifically, I would say like middle school and high school, it was like a big insecurity of mine. And I feel like that's a big insecurity. A lot of women struggle with and men too, honestly, just humans in general. It's, it's a, it's a big thing, um, in the world. And, um, I don't know really when it was in my life, but at some point I just told myself I needed to stop caring what other people thought about like how I dress and how I am as a person. Like, obviously like in a respectful manner, you should care what other people think about you. But like, you know, I used to not wear clothes that I liked because I was worried somebody would make fun of me. I used to, you know, not wear something that was too tight or I'd wear something that was too tight because I thought it looked better, but I wasn't comfortable. And so like over the last, I'd say four years, I kind of have been really working on making that switch to really wearing what I feel comfortable in, wearing what I love and appreciating my body for what it is and treating it with respect. And I have found that it's made it easier for me to have a healthy lifestyle because now all of a sudden, instead of working out because you hate your body, you're working out because you love your body. And that makes your workout so much more fun because you are fueling yourself and you're energizing yourself with like this amazing confidence. And you're like, I love my body. I want to be strong because of it, you know, rather than I hate my body. I want to work out to get out of my body. I feel like they're very different mindsets. And so changing the mindset can really help change your health journey um, on the at the same time. That is a beautiful answer and so true. It's something that, you know, I've struggled with and I talked to many people who have and it's something I still struggle with some from time to time. And yeah, just knowing that that we can look forward and have almost an abundant abundance mindset for our our health, ourselves, and giving ourselves some grace. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing I, I love to share with, you know, fellow women or fellow, you know, anybody listening is how would you like sometimes we're really hard on ourselves and then I think how would you what would you say to a best friend who comes to you and said oh man I messed this up I'm struggling you would encourage them right mm-hmm. and then for ourselves it's like we sometimes we don't like for me I'm like Kayla why the heck did you rah, rah, rah? Mm-hmm. yeah and, so- and I think you know everybody's different and so for some people it's going to be way easier for you to get up in the morning look at your sticky note on the mirror that says I love myself tell yourself that and continue on with the day but for a lot of people that's not like in reality that's not that easy to do like you can see it and you can think oh yeah I love myself but maybe you know like you're going through some things and so that's another reason why like throwing the event I think love myself it, it creates another opportunity that um, is already there for you. It's sitting here waiting. All you have to do is show up and then you'll just be surrounded by a bunch of people celebrating that they love themselves and it help. It can, it can be like a, maybe even just an easier stepping stone for some people, you know? Oh, totally. It was super helpful. And I loved like connecting with so many other people who struggle or people who want that they want to treat them. They want to love themselves. And so that was really, really cool. And Um, It kind of brings me to another component of the event that was so incredible and it was artfully done and it was strong. It showed your strength and that was your, your routine that you did. Uh, So could you share a little bit about the audience with the audience, what you did? Cause that was super cool. Yeah. So um, this is like a little bit of a longer story, but basically I, um, I was a pretty fit person. 
person in like high school, I played a bunch of sports and whatever, but I would not have said I was in good shape. You know, I did the bare minimum to like make it on the team and stuff. And then when I got to college, I kind of, I discovered yoga. My, one of my roommates was very avid, went to yoga all the time. And so I started going with her. And so for about a year and a half, I got really into yoga. And that was like the first time in my life that I had like experienced like a connection with like my body, but also like a connection with doing something that was active, but also something that I enjoyed. And I'd never experienced that before. Cause I'm like very anti-working out. I hate going to the gym and lifting. I hate running. I hate cycling. Like if it's for like fitness, not my jam. And so that was the first time I was like, okay, this is a way that I can be healthy. I can treat my body. I can treat my mind. And it's something that I enjoy. Amazing. And then, um, a year and a half ago, I went to my first ever pole fitness class and like, it was like an immediate, it was like love at first sight. I would say like, I walked in, I was like kind of nervous. I was like, I've always kind of wanted to try this, but I don't really know what all it entails. And, um, walked in there. I took a beginner pole class and like, you could see other girls in the studio, like doing flips on the pole and like upside down, like doing all this stuff. And I was like, everybody in here is so strong and so confident and just like is awesome and I felt like I was at home immediately so I like signed up for a membership like immediately and so I've been doing pole fitness ever since and I competed in my first ever competition in LA in March um and I performed to a song called Body by Jordan Swayze um and I was like I don't know what I was doing. I was driving somewhere, listening to a playlist of songs and this song came on and it like brought me to tears. So um, if you haven't heard the song, I would recommend you go listen to it. But basically it is about a self-love journey and knowing your worth um, and realizing like you're more than like maybe what society tells you um, and really just connecting with yourself on that level. And the song encompasses so many different themes and depending on where you are in your life, like it's going to connect with each person differently. And so I listened to the song. It really connected with me on a deeper level about my personal self-love journey and some other things. And so I thought this needs to be a performance piece. It needs to be like conveyed through a pole performance. Um, I had like instant like ideas of like what I wanted to do. And so starting in January, I spent three months choreographing the entire routine with um, one of the ladies from the studio. She helped me a ton. And um, it is, I'm so proud of it. I think it is really, really beautiful piece. And it's, it's really strong. And um, throughout like rehearsing for it or whatever, like I have gained a lot of strength, like physically, but also like I have connected with my body in a way I've never thought I could just through my entire pole dancing journey. And so being able to perform to that song, the piece about loving your body and like everything and at the event about loving yourself, it just all was like amazing. And um, I'm really, I'm waiting for the professional video from my competition to come back because I can't wait to share it with everyone because I just think it's such a beautiful message. And the, the person who wrote the song, fabulous, fabulous person, beautiful human. And um, yeah. Oh, I love a good story. And that was such an incredible like journey of growth and to self-discovery too. And just to have that outlet of 
uh, something that you love that's active, that's good for your body, but also, like you said, good for, good for that confidence. And yeah, it was a great performance. I thought it was really, really cool to see it. And um, just to, just to know that you can build that strength, both um, externally and internally is incredible. So if you had some advice to help someone to love themselves more, who maybe wasn't able to attend the event, what would you tell someone to help them on their journey? So, okay, I have a, I have a perfect answer for this. And I don't remember where I first heard this. It was probably like a book or a podcast or something. I don't, so you can't give me credit for it, but I heard this a couple of years ago and it really kind of shifted my perspective on things. Um, imagine you are having a first date, right? They're coming over to your place. You're cooking them dinner, right? You're probably going to like set out some plates on the table, maybe light a candle, you know, maybe you'll get like a little bit of a nicer wine. You'll have dessert ready, right? Cause this is like, you want to impress the other person, right? And it's, you're excited. Um, but then when you have dinner alone, just you, you like throw it in the microwave, you eat it out of the Tupperware, you sit on the couch and you watch TV. And the soul, the, I, the question is, why are you not treating yourself the same way you would treat somebody on a date? Like the whole idea is like date yourself, right? You should treat yourself the way that you, like you're expecting this person to come over and you want to show them how you can love them, right? So you should show yourself how you can love yourself. And you have to do that first, right? Before you can actually start loving yourself, you have to show yourself you can love yourself. And so that kind of really um, resonated with me. And it's made me change a lot of things in my daily life. Maybe simple things like making your bed, because if you're having company over, you want your bed to be made. So why wouldn't you make your bed for yourself too? Just like small things like that. And um, I think that that's been really beneficial for me personally. That is such a great analogy. You know, take yourself on a date. Um, show yourself that love that you would show towards someone else. It's such a great way to channel it. And it's like, oh yeah, a good reminder. So kind of moving into your artwork, how can people find your work? Uh, can they buy it retail or do they contact you directly? Oh, it's a good question. So um, you can find me on Instagram at designed by Hannah. That's designed with an ED by Hannah. And then you can also find me on TikTok at Hannah Stelter too. So it's my first and last name and then number two. Because when I created my TikTok account, I wasn't really intending it to be like an art thing. I just kind of made it for fun. And now that's where it is. So hence the name. And then I also have a website where you can buy all my artwork. Uh, it's www.itsdesignedbyhannah.com. And that's designed with an ED. Um, and you can find prints, stickers. I also sell originals and, um, a big thing that I do is custom scribble portraits. So this is a really beautiful thing, whether you are pregnant and want to like capture a maternity image, or if you are struggling with body positivity and you want to have me draw you through my eyes and just show you how beautiful you are in a piece of artwork. Um, or maybe you fucking love yourself and you want to have that portrayed in a piece of artwork too. I think it's like a really beautiful experience for anybody who um, wants to be turned into a piece of artwork. So I do that as well. That is incredible. It's, it's so fun. I love seeing this community thrive and people like you in this community that just help and connect and create and build confidence. It's super cool. I love that. So is there any stories or anything that really stands out 
that you experienced in this last year that really motivates you? Oh gosh, I have so many, so many things I could share. Um, but I guess since the theme of this has kind of been like self-love and everything, um, I guess I'll give a story, a share story about one of my um, scribble lady pieces that I did. So this last year I did a model call and everybody who submitted, I'm slowly working through the list and drawing every single person. So basically I had 50 spots open, first 50 people to apply, I'm drawing them and I'm turning them into scribble ladies. And then um, I featured 12 of them in my 2022 scribble lady calendar, which I'll be doing again this coming year. I think it'll be very fun. As I've been finishing these pieces, I send them to the people I say hey like here's the piece that I drew of you like I hope you like it and it's not like a paid thing I was just like me saying I want to draw you and then everyone who is drawn from my model program they get a free print of it and they get to keep that and so as I've been sending out these pieces the responses that I've been getting from people has been just incredible um, one lady told me that she hadn't taken a photo of herself in over five years and um she said that like listening to my story, watching my art and seeing everything that I do with my portraits and everything gave her the confidence to at first just take a photo of herself, which I think is beautiful. And her portrait is actually one of my favorite ones that I did last year. I'm pretty sure like absolutely stunning. I sent it to her and I was like, this is so beautiful. Like, I love this piece. Like, you're so stunning. And so she came back with it. She's like, I haven't taken a photo of myself in five years. So like, thank you. And I was like, thank you. I mean, the perfect muse. And so, and I could go on. I have so many stories like that. And I think that that is probably the, the main thing that keeps me going. Because like, there are so many people out there in the world who maybe don't feel represented by artwork, don't feel appreciated by artists and by the community or anything. And that's not okay. That's, you know, and if that's something that I can help change throughout my life, that's something I want to do. That is amazing. It's those stories are so incredible. I love that you have that story and like what, how her life has been impacted by your art as well. And by that model call. Hannah, this has been such a pleasure. I'm so glad to connect with you and just share a little bit about what you're up to and have you on the show because it's it's so important to remember to fucking love yourself. And <laughs> I got to tell myself every day. <laughs> um, so this is really great. I'm so excited to share this episode and yeah, definitely follow Hannah for all the cool things she's up to. Maybe another event, hopefully, because she's really good at those. So um, thank you again, Hannah, for being on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, head on over to Apple Podcasts and give it a five-star rating and leave a review. I love to hear from you. Thanks again for tuning in and always remember how fabulous you really are. <laughs>